Shvius, Perikei, Mishnah Zayin, 5-7. We continue with the halachas of a Misayel de Barvera, helping someone to break Shemitah, which one may not do. And therefore it says, Hayotzer, one who is a potter, who makes clay earthenware jugs, Mocher chamesh kadei shemen v'chamesh esreh kadei yayin. May sell, even to someone who he suspects of being a machal shemitah, who doesn't keep shemitah properly, he may, the potter may sell to this person five jugs for olive oil and 15 jugs for wine. Um, the kinds of jugs and materials used in the clay to make a oil jug is different than a wine jug. They're not interchangeable. So there's no reason to assume that he'll, you know, buy five plus 15 and use all 20 for, you know, one or the other. Um, and uh, the assumption here is that even if he's playing fair, with the rest of the people who are collecting from Hefker, from, you know, the ownerless Shemitah stuff, um, a reasonable kind of quantity he could pull out of in fair competition with the rest is five jugs worth of oil or 15 jugs worth of wine. Shekendarko, Lahavi Mina Hefker, because that's the kind of amount you could bring back from Hefker. Vimhevi Yosem Mikan, if he ends up showing up at the potter's place and he has olives that would be pressed for more oil than he has could fit in five jugs, or grapes that couldn't fit in, that grape juice could fit. Would need more than 15 jugs to be pressed into. Mutter, then the potter is allowed to sell more than five jugs for oil or 15 jugs for wine. That's still okay because maybe this guy was just extra good at collecting his olives um, or grapes, and we don't have to assume he is a machal shmita just because he has a lot more than we would normally expect. Um, now, just speaking this out a little more for a second, the normal rule is that all the Shemitah produce, all the fruits and all the trees, and the fruit in the ground, etc., is all hefker and ownerless, and therefore everyone has equal access to take them. So all the olives and the trees, everyone should be on equal footing. Now, the normal rule is that since all the fruit is hefker, it would be unfair for a person to go one night and collect all of the onions or cabbages or whatever it is, the Shemitah produce, um, in one fell soup, leaving nothing for anybody. He couldn't say, oh, it's all Hefker, so I'm taking it all for myself. No. The rule is he can't store for himself more than he would use in, uh, let's say, a week of normal usage. So he takes a week's worth at a time. And more than that would be a, would be a violation of Shemitah, a rabbinic violation. And that's the normal rule. Now, obviously, people don't usually go through five jugs of olive oil every week. Um, but here, when it comes to oil and wine, it's a little different. The reason is because, and that's the point of this mission, really, in a way, that it doesn't make any economic sense to press a few olives every week because it's a very big job to press olives. So that being the case, um, all the olive picking and pressing will happen at one time, same with grapes. And that being the case, we have to assume he'll get a large quantity, but since he's competing with everyone else in the neighborhood, um, it shouldn't be too large. So we're setting the limits of what's what's reasonable. And again, the reasonable assumption here is five jars of oil and 15 jars of wine. The Mishnah continues now to say, You are allowed to sell, let's say in this case, extra jugs um, to non-Jews, in Eretz Yisrael, or for that matter, plows, uh, the stuff which restricted in the previous previous Mishnah, the stuff that you can't sell to someone who's suspect, you may sell to a non-Jew, and there's no reason to be afraid he'll turn around and sell it back to a Jew to break Shemitah. It's not a concern you need to be worried about. And um, similarly, Uli Yisrael B'chutz 
if you have a Jew who lives outside of Eretz or even a Jew who lives inside Eretz who's now an expat, you know, who has a farm in Israel, but now is living across the border, and he ostensibly is living across the border outside of Israel, you're allowed to sell him whatever it is, and there's no reason to be afraid he'll turn around and sell it to Jews or come back in and, and work the land himself. Um, you don't have to be afraid of that.